Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. Hi, this is Eric Lofholm. I want to welcome all of you to the Brent Gove Podcast. I've got another fantastic guest for all of you today. I'm here joined by Jay Kinder. Jay was formerly number two in Caldwell Banker Worldwide. He currently has over 10,000 people in his EXP organization. Jay, I want to welcome you to the podcast. What's happening, Eric? How are you doing? As doing really great. It's great to connect with you. And uh, I want to start off and have you share your story about how you got involved with EXP. You know, you're over at Caldwell Banker and you're crushing it. And what was it that compelled you to come on over to EXP? Yeah, so I actually uh, had gone independent um, before joining EXP. And, and to be honest, like probably never, I never really imagined myself joining in, in, you know, another brokerage. So I really, you know, I couldn't think of any reason why I would want to join another brokerage and pay, you know, pay anything um, after doing the math at Cole Banker and realized how much money I'd paid them. And so, yeah, um, it really, it, it came down to, um, you know, the understanding the platform. I think for most people, they, you know, that, that aren't at EXP yet, um, are, is that they don't recognize the opportunity and the size of the opportunity that, that EXP brings to the table and, and allows you to kind of accomplish whatever your vision was, right? So you know, we had a vision of 2000 partners, uh, in a brokerage, you know, nationwide, you know, by December 27th, 2024, that was the vision, 2000 partners. Keep in mind, we're over 10,000 now and it's not, it's two, it's 2022. So, you know, when you when you kind of put your ego aside and you know, look at the model for what you can accomplish that you were trying to accomplish anyways, it just um, it just makes totally makes sense. And ultimately, you know, um, we're all getting paid to be at EXP. You know, that's the the truth of it is, is it doesn't cost you anything to be here. So I think that, you know, those were all things that, you know, through the process of getting educated and informed, I, I learned and understood, was able to put my ego aside uh, from what I was wanting to build and do and, and realize that EXP was just a better platform for me to do it on. Fantastic. And share with us when a new agent comes on over to EXP and, and they've been doing real estate their whole career. And now all of a sudden there's this team building component. So what do you think is the biggest shift for a new EXP agent to now put on a, a building an organization hat? What, what advice would you have for somebody in that situation? Yeah. So, um, I think there's a couple, uh, depending on what they, you know, what their background is, if they had a team or they own their own brokerage, or if there's just an agent that's, that's, you know, that's, um, you know, I think you have to understand that, Hey, this business model allows you a new revenue stream. That's number one. And that all skills can be learned. So, you know, you can learn a skill, how to sell a house. You can learn a skill, how to bring one of your friends over to EXP. It's e either one of those skills can be learned. One of them pays you for a lot longer. Uh, one of them pays you once, but um, you know, that's, you know, that's the, I think you just got to plug into the fact that, Hey, you know, really, I think, and this is the hardest part I think for most people is once you're in it and you're using the tools and you're, and you're, you know, seeing the value, you get really excited and you want to tell everybody about it. And, and unfortunately um, it's so hard to explain the entire benefits of VXP that you end up, um, can, you know, people end up, you know, being turned off by being recruited. And so, you know, I think it really is more about, you know, what, what are you doing to attract people to want to be in business with you or to, you know, to potentially, you know, see what the opportunity is about. And so, you know, that's the, that's part of the key to, to agent attraction. We don't, you know, we don't call it recruiting. We call it agent attraction for a reason, you know, all the, you know, the agents that are here are doing things to that, you know, 
you can learn to grow your business from. And so when you can, when you learn how to help people, um, it's a lot easier to, to recruit to EXP. That's really what it pulls down to is we're not recruiting. We're finding ways to help agents accomplish their goals, whether it's uh, financially uh, being financially free um, or, and having enough passive income to retire, or it's um, you know wanting to sell 10 more houses this year. Um, that's really what it boils down to. And, and, and I think most agents at a certain point in their career get to a point where that's actually fun, right? Like helping others, uh, you know, accomplish their goals and, and sell, sell homes is maybe more fun than doing another, you know, another transaction for you. And so, um, I think that's the shift that you have to make is, Hey, this is about, you know, helping people that, um, that want to grow their business. And, and, uh, we have a lot of ways that we can help them do that here at EXP. So let's talk about some of the actual tactics. So, Somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, all right, so it's not recruiting, it's agent attraction. It's about helping agents. But what would what would that actually look like in some practical day-to-day? What would an agent do? Yeah. So, you know, it, um, you know, the I think the biggest challenge that most agents are gonna have is is what what do they have that they could offer that's valuable to help somebody, right? And so, you know, being kind of coming from a, the um coaching background, you know, we have what's basically called a needs analysis and, and just trying to understand, Hey, where are you at? And where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to get to? Like, what is the goal for you and your business? And, you know, most agents, if you ask them that they're, they're doing 20 transactions, they want to go to 30 or whatever it is. Now I think it's just, you know, being, you know, being purposeful about trying to understand what they're trying to go and what they're trying to do. And then what's the biggest rock in their shoe to get there. And so, you know, in that, you know, those types of conversations, we're trying to figure out, well, what's, you know, what, you know, what are you doing that's working? What's not working? And, you know, generally speaking, what's what I found that almost solves every agent's problem is um, they need more leads. If I could help them to generate three more deals a month through marketing, um, that would solve most of their problems. Um, and so, you know, it's, um, you know, showing them the tools that they're going to get when they join EXP. And then, you know, hopefully you have something that you're doing that's working. If not, I can guarantee you um, that it doesn't take long to find, you know, find that within, you know, the platform of VXP and on Workplace and then your group that you've joined, uh, the tools and things that, that we use to be successful in real estate. And you want to leverage that to, to show people how you can help them. And that's, that's a, it's a lot more compelling when people see their problems being solved by joining EXP than just joining a brokerage. That's not, you know, joining a brokerage is a brokerage, right? Like that's not, that's not, that's not why people make the switch. They make the switch because they see how this is going to help them accomplish whatever their goals are faster at EXP than somewhere else. Let's talk about what a day looks like differently at EXP versus your right before EXP, you were independent. So like what shifted for you? Like you put on your, your real estate agent hat, your brokerage hat, what shifted in, in your just kind of day to day in, in the beginning stages of joining EXP? Yeah. So the, uh, man, the, just the number of conversations, uh, with agents was really, you know, being owning a brokerage, um, you know, you know, we're, we're always recruiting. So that's not, you know, that's not, so this isn't something new uh, mm-hmm. in terms of that, but just the, um, you know, the consistency of, you know, for me, it was putting out content what content was doing no different than we're doing right here. We would have a conversation about, you know, somebody that joined and what was their reasons for joining? How did that go? Like we would have that, that Facebook live we would do and we put it on YouTube and I would do that just with the people that were joining naturally that were reaching out. Hey man, tell me more about the CXP opportunity. And, uh, you know, I'd answer all their questions, find out what their goals were. And if it made sense, they would come join us. And and so that was a pretty, I mean, pretty much all day, every day. I think I did 900. I, I, I laugh because this is not very many calls. It's not very much time when you really do the math on it. But I did 999 calls my first year at EXP, um, you know, just through going through my Calendly link and looking at how many scheduled calls. And I'm sure I had more than that that weren't scheduled. But 
Um, quite a few of them were scheduled, but it, you know, it was having those 20 minute calls. I've been a big proponent of, um, you know, people need to see the opportunity. They, they may think they know what EXP is. Most of them don't really know what EXP is. And, you know, you really, they need to invest the, the, the 30, 45 minutes in understanding the opportunity. And with that, you know, there's, you know, our spin on it is, you know, it's a partnership opportunity. There's other value that you get by partnering with us. And so we want to make sure that they understand what that means before I get on a call with them, because, um, you know, it's, it's just too heavy to try to carry them from the not knowing what EXP is to all the way to knowing what it would be like if they moved over to EXP. And so, yeah, I think, you know, that's, for me, there's, you know, there's an educate and inform part of the process that has to happen before I'm willing to get on a call. Um, and, or if it, or I'm getting on a call to do a needs analysis of where they're at and where they're trying to go. And then I'm going to send them a video so that they can get educated on the business model and have whatever questions they may have financially there. Um, it's almost always going to be a no brainer to be at EXP. Like very rarely do I run into someone where the math is not better for them at EXP. That's, that's, the, that's the funny thing is, but you can't ever get them to that point if you're going to try to explain the entire business model to them because you're going to lose them. It's just, there's too much to consider. Yeah. So let's, let's shift gears and just talk success in general for a little bit, because you crushed it at Caldwell Banker. You're a success goal oriented type of an individual. So were you always that way or where did you learn how to be such a big thinker? Man, that's a, that's a tough one, man. So I, um, yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I remember, I'll never forget the very first time I did goal setting was, you know, my dad was the broker, so he passed out these goal setting sheets at the very beginning of the year. And um, and I remember I set I set the goal of thirty five thousand dollars a year. That was my I was I was 19, 18 or 19 years old. So like to me, that was a big deal. I think my five year goal was like fifty thousand. So I wasn't just born a big thinker, clearly. Right. Like I, I, I did. I think it was like I saw. But there was a point which. You know, like that next year I did, you know, I did real close to that, that first year. And then I was like, man, you know, I think my five-year goal could be bigger. I can, I can make a hundred grand. And then it wasn't until I think my biggest aha moment was when I bought a ticket where I couldn't afford to go. I bought a ticket to go to an event and, and it was a Craig Proctor event in Canada. And I'd already been to several events and, you know, got a little dose of somebody teaching me something and, and I would you go back and use it and it would work. So I was like, this is, you know, there's, there's people know what to do. I just need to know what, what the heck they're teaching so I can go do it. And so, um, so I went to this event in, in Canada and I remember I was sitting next to a guy and, um, he, he had done 400 transactions and, and, uh, he got up to the mic and asked a question and was, you know, talking about his business. And he said he did 400 transactions. I was like, 400, what? No, that's unbelievable. Like how in the world did this guy do this? Like, I didn't know there was such a thing. There was nobody in my MLS had never done it. And so like my mind got expanded to this, like, if that's possible, then okay, maybe I could probably do it too. Right. And so, and every year I would set these goals and I remember the year I went from, uh, $200,000 to, um, 500,000. I hit it almost exactly like reverse engineer, like how many deals I had to do and all that math and everything. And I was like, so I just got to do like, I got to do, I got to get three listings every week or whatever that number was. And I focused on that and, and I hit it within like 30, uh, it was 510,000 I made that year. And I was like, man, this goal setting is like magic. Like if you just understand what you have to do to get there. And, uh, then the next year, um, I set a goal of a million. I remember sitting on a plane coming back from a cold banker event and um and i was my parents were in front of me and i was i was sitting behind them and i i was doing all the math and i had to like get an extra sheet because it was you know i had a team now so the math didn't work the same way and uh get it all set and then i that year i did a million they thought i was crazy but i did a million and thirty thousand that year and so for me like you know just reverse engineering the the math and understanding like well how many people how many listings do i need to take and then you know you're just you're just in that daily every day looking for a listing you know and 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 uh i think that's you know, I think that's probably really how I got to the point of setting such big goals. 
And I'll say this, the, you know, the big goal of selling 500 plus homes a year was the wrong goal. <laughs> so, you know, that's not the goal. I wanted more freedom. If I'd have been smarter, I would have been like, I want my, I want my weekends back. I want my evenings back. Um, all of the things that, you know, that truly, you know, what you can experience with EXP, um, getting financially free, um, and getting your time back. That was what I would have, what I would have, you know, climbed the ladder for 10 years to get my, realize it was up against the wrong wall. Um, you know, selling 500 homes a year is the most miserable I've ever been in my life. So like, you know, that's, you know, you gotta be careful what you, you know, sometimes you don't know what you don't know, but, but yeah, I think, you know, you want to have, you know, you want to set big goals that scare you and, and then go out and try to try to, you know, understand exactly what you need to do in order to do those things. And, um, and quite honestly, there's always somebody that's done it before you. So don't try to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. So what I'm really hearing is association was really key for you, especially mm-hmm. at that event where the guy was doing 400 deals and it was just like mind blowing. Right. And it reminds me of the book, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, which basically says that you it, it just you think bigger and you can you can achieve bigger results. Yep. And one of the nice things about real estate, especially with EXP, is the blueprints there. Right. So. You know, if if an agent comes to you and says, "Okay, Jay, this is what I want to do," whether it's income or time off or size of the organization or whatever, you get to sit down with them and say, "Okay, let's look at the math. What does this actually look like?" Okay, now I got my game plan, and now I can go out and I can execute on the game plan. So, um, tell me about what are any of your goals that you're willing to share publicly yeah. here coming up in the future. Yeah. So, so this was a tough one for me. So, you know, the, the, w- one of the things that I found to be the most challenging for me being at EXP is that it, it kind of takes a life of its own. And, you know, I'm used to like, wherever I point my attention, the needle moves, <laughs> you know, so I can, my effort moves the needle. Um, it, it's, it's hard to see that when you're at, at, at the size that we're at. And so I've really been trying to understand like, what am I doing that matters that makes the biggest impact on the most people? And that's, that's where I'm trying to focus my energy. Well, what I've determined is in my levels one, two, and three, if I get, if I can get a hundred people to a thousand agents, then that should push us up to about 55,000 agents at EXP. So, um, wow. and again, right. Yeah. It's a crazy number, but, and I think it's, I really believe it's doable just because I did the math. Right. And so the, you know, with, on, if someone, if I've got somebody on my third level that I help get to a thousand, I'm going to only get about 50% of those agents. So I might get 500 agents that are in their thousand, right. That were in my line pay lines that I get paid on. And so anyways, I, you know, it's not a perfect science that, that I used for this math, but it, it, it seems very logical that it's true. And if we're going to 500,000 agents and, and we're at 70,000 agents and I've got 10,000 already, uh, you, know, you know, the percentage actually makes sense too. So it's possible. So, uh, you know, we'll, to be determined, right. I mean, it's, uh, but it's a, but, but I, I love the idea of being able to focus on helping because to me, that thousand agents is representative of being a million dollar a year passive income earner. And so like, that's, it, it's not going to be at a thousand agents. You get, you make a million, but you certainly are going to hit a million um, within the next year. And so for me, I'm making millionaires, right? Like, so that's, that's part of the fun. I'm identifying specifically who I'm going to focus on my attention on helping and the people that they have, um, that are wanting help, the people that are swimming to the boat. I'm not going to force anybody to do anything they're not wanting to do. Um, but that's, that's the goal, man. That's, uh, that's where I'm at. And I, I just settled in on that too, like in the last three weeks and it's got real clarity around it. So, uh, but yeah, that's it. All right. So a couple of things for all of you listeners that I'm hearing and what Jay's sharing. One is what moves the needle for you. So Jay's mm-hmm. taking a look at it. Like if he has, t- you know, the organization's 10,000 and Jay goes out and personally produces, it's like, that's not going to move the needle. Cause there's right. So he's looking at what's going to move the needle. Well, that's something you all can model. 
and it's different for different different all yep. of you because depending on what your goals are. And then the other thing he, he's repeatedly saying is the math. He's looking at the math of what it is that he's trying to accomplish. So I want to ask you one final question here, and it has to do with daily focus. And a lot of people focus on their problems and a lot of mm. people focus on what's wrong. And a lot of people focus on the fact, well, I, I can't prospect cause I suck at prospecting or I can't bring in new agents cause I suck at that. Or they, they just are in a mindset of focusing on what's not working versus on the goals and what is working. So could you just speak to that about how, like, where do you put your mindset to make these goals happen? Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting great question. Um, you know, I, I think, um, I think I just have a belief that the, that the numbers are going to be the numbers, whatever the numbers are, doesn't matter. They're, you know, you, it, you can, you know, I don't know how you get out of the funk, like, but I just want to hit the goal. I want to, I want to, whatever the goal is, right? Like if it's, you know, so I had a call with it someone today that, you know, that was all scatterbrained all over the place. And it was like, it was, it was real clear to me, like, you just need a certain number of leads and you need to be talking to a certain number of people. It's going to result in a certain number of appointments. It's going to be a certain number of buyer contracts on and a certain number of deals you put under contract and all your money problems are going to go away. So like, can we just start there? And like, she had all these other ideas in the center. Like, like, this is really just, just the math and the math doesn't, you know, you don't, you know, the math doesn't change. I mean, it, it, even if you suck on the phone, there's still math. Okay. You talk to 10 people, one converts instead of two or whatever. And so the, there's still a certain number of people you got to talk to in order to hit your financial targets. And so, to me, you know, when, you know, either you have goals and, and, and you're really trying to understand how to hit them. And, and, you know, the opportunity there is means like, and I probably need to spend some time role playing so I get better on the phone, right. Or whatever. And so, um, I don't know if I'm just so dumb, it's brilliant. Or if it's, if it's really, you know, like this is the way, right. Like, but I'm just a simple math guy and I, and I wasn't ever good at math in school, but like, it's, it's not, you know, it's not hard to hit the goal when you, when you, when you study the math and understand it. And so, you know, then you know what to do every day. You're either doing the things that are driving the, you know, the key performance indicators that are driving the business or you're not. And so, you know, if, what I find most people are not, that's, you know, that's it. Whether, you know, what do you got to do to get your head right around that? I think you got to be, you got to commit, you got to, you got to commit to the work that needs to be done. And, and another thing that helped me a lot too, was, was the, you know, I'll do anything for 90 days. Okay. I hate making calls. Okay. Hate it. Don't like it. Don't, don't want to do it, but I'll do anything for 90 days, but I promise you I'm hiring someone to do that for me from now on. Right. Like, you know, there's, you know, the understanding like, Hey, this is going to suck for a little bit, like, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but you know, go ahead, do the work and, and, you know, then hire someone to do it for you if you want to or whatever. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's, um, something that got me through a lot of the things that I didn't like, cause there's always going to be something that sucks. Um, and sometimes you're going to have to do that. Um, but just do it till you get to a point where you never have to do it again. Fantastic. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you taking some time out today. You dropped some tremendous golden nuggets for our listeners. For all of you that are listening, I highly encourage you listen to this recording multiple times. It'll put Jay's best ideas into your subconscious mind and also share the interview with your organization so they can benefit from Jay's great ideas as well. So Jay, thank you for being a great guest on the Brent Go podcast. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Eric. All right. For all of you out there, have a great successful rest of your week and we'll look forward to connecting with you next week. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information, video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe 
And it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually going to notify you and you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now, don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.